Nikki and Christy here, the sisters and co-founders behind Slim Mama Co. Welcome to our podcast, Slim Mama Co. Behind the Shakes. On this podcast, we talk about weight loss, mental health, motherhood, working with family, relationships, and all things in between. Before we jump in, we have my daughter Luna with an acknowledgement of country. And I'd like to acknowledge traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast today. I'd like to pay my respect to elders past and present. So welcome back to the next episode of Slim Mama Behind the Shakes. Slim Mama Co. Behind the Shakes. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. <laughs> okay, so today we are talking about how I conceived a girl when I had my daughter. I get asked about this a lot. But before we say that, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on all social media platforms, including Pinterest. <laughs> so this is... I don't even know where to start. So when I had my daughter, I had a stepson at the time. So I was hell, when we had decided that we were going to have a child together, um, I was hell bent on wanting a daughter. I mean, who am I kidding? I always wanted a daughter. She did. You, yeah. You, you're definitely a girl's mom. Yes. I wanted a daughter. I wanted to buy pretty dresses and yeah I was definitely gonna be a girl's mom where see when you have kids I picked you as a boy mom definitely a boy's mom I will definitely have to be a boy's mom please (laughs) (laughs) I want to be a boy's mom (laughs) okay so back to the story I became obsessed with wanting to find out how to conceive a daughter now you know everyone's like you should leave it up to you know what the universe god whatever whatever you get is whatever you get but if you know me, you know that I might be a little bit of a control freak. I remember when we went to the ultrasound and I was so scared <laughs> you had a boy. Like, I was legitimately like... Actually, we'll finish your story about what happened during the after the birth. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so it is... This is backed by science. This is really... I see it as just... This is just so... The story of life. So the way it works is, obviously, the, the sperm... I knew you were going to do it. (laughs) So it's either male sperm or female sperm, right? So male sperm is faster and stronger, but it dies off quicker, where the female sperm is slower, but it has endurance. So do you think that's just life in general? So it's the rabbit and the tortoise. But it's true, though, because men are good at sprinting. I'm not saying women aren't, but they have very fast switch fibres and they're very fast where we, like, but you know it's just in general like women are just like we can this is why we have the babies true yeah anyway so i started tracking my period and ovulation so we planned when we wanted to try and get pregnant um and i started tracking my period and my ovulation six months from i had actually had to get my iud removed so then that kind of like, I had a bit of trauma to my uterus. So it took a little while for everything to go back to its natural flow. Um, and then I started tracking my period and ovulation for six months. So then when it came to the month that we decided we wanted to try, now I am very lucky that it took first go, um, but we did the baby making six days before I ovulated. Did you just wink again? I did. <laughs> Six days before I ovulated. So the idea was, was by the time the swimmers got to the air. Are you going to do that every time? Yeah. You watch this on YouTube and you're from the 90s. The episode of the Simpsons was Homer's like. Go on, make the the thing pop up. Yeah, I will. will, And Bart's like, Dad. And he's explaining. 
how the sperm works. Okay, anyway, so continue. back to the story. So we tried to conceive six days before ovulation. So by the time the sperm met the egg, really all the male sperm should have died off and it was only the female sperm left. Are you going to talk about positions? Obviously, I did the whole like legs up on the wall. Like, and then I was like, for the next three weeks, I was like, don't you dare come near me. Like, I am not risking anything. Uh-huh. So we once we tried to conceive once and then waited. And then I was like, shut up, shut up. Nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was really, really lucky to for it to take first go. But do you know what I did? What? So I waited like two and a half weeks and then you start getting like, you know, it's a long wait. So I did a pregnancy test. It was negative. I chucked it in the drawer. I don't know why I didn't throw them in. Next day, I did a pregnancy test. It was negative. Chucked in the drawer. Did that four times. And then on the fifth day, I did the pregnancy test and it came up positive. And then I opened the drawer and all of the tests had come up positive. Really? Yeah. So I'm impatient. So I didn't like, I waited a couple minutes, like, whatever. Okay, no, obviously it didn't work. Um, but they all had come up positive. And I had been, you know, I just, me being me. There's a lesson for you, ladies. Yeah, patience. Um, patience is so, yes. Yeah, so then obviously the wait for the 20 week scan to find out if it was a girl, it was killer. Killer. But the ultrasound, and you know, it's not ever 100% really. Um, but yeah, so the ultrasound, you were there. I could feel the tension. <laughs> Like, I was scared for everyone in the room if it was a boy. So, <laughs> not saying that, like, obviously you should have looked lucky. Though. Yeah, I would have loved the child like, if it was a boy as well. But I just, like, I really wanted a girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just did. Um, so, yeah, the ultrasound, it was a girl. But then when I gave birth, <laughs> um, so I had a three-day labor. It's a really long story, but ended up in an emergency C-section. And when they had cut her out and taken her out, if you've had a female child before you would know that everything down there can be very swollen when they first come out so it can actually look like male a little ding dong not a ding dong little oh, balls little boy balls little balls <laughs> um, so they pulled her out and one of the nurses was like a beautiful boy i nearly went into cardiac arrest and they're like, no, 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 go, 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 go. I was like, oh my God. I could just imagine, can you have like your numb here down? I couldn't feel like after three days and the epidural and they'd done so much to me and then they took me in for the C-section and you know how you like you normally get those photos when you've had a C-section, you know, the baby there and the whole lot. I couldn't even get that because I could not feel from my chin down. Like no, my arms and like, everything if, were numb. If she, when she said that, I feel like you would have been so angry that endorphins would have made you come up the <laughs> like, like the exorcist, like what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> really. Um, but, you know, it all worked out for the best. But, look, I've had a girlfriend who has done this as well, an ex-girlfriend, who did, did it as well, and it worked for her. I mean, it always, it comes down to luck as well, I guess, but that's the way I did it. So I'm going to be like the day I'll ovulate, I'm like, to my partner, well, I was come talking, here. I was talking to one of my friends last night, and she has three boys, and all three of them were conceived right on ovulation. Okay, yeah. So, you know, it is, I mean, it's. I want a little soccer team. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want that many, I don't want many babies. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, it is, it's got to do, it, the sperm determines whether it's a boy or a girl. Yeah. So, I mean, it is science. Every, like everybody's different. Like some people, you know, ovulations all, isn't all, like you can't always know exactly when you're going to ovulate yeah. or whatever. So it still is, you know. Is it also true it depends on the strength of their semen, like on their swimmers? Like, yeah, I mean, like some people have, you know, I mean, 
I don't, I don't have any, like, I've never really read into it with evidence to back it up. It's also, I mean, it's got to do with health and everything like that too. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so I was, I mean, my baby daddy, my ex, um, you know, we will both back there, really, I mean, we're still, I don't know what he's like now, but we were both very healthy, very, you know, conscious and everything. So, I mean, I don't know whether that played a part in it, but we were really lucky. Mm. I'm grateful that I had such an easy time. Mm. You know, I, Actually... We'll segue into talking about babies. We ha- we'll do another podcast on my amenorrhea, hypothalamic yep. amenorrhea, and you were you very easy, but like you know, getting pregnant, I might have more issues because I had a hypothalamic amenorrhea. I've been to IVF to get checked, and the one this is what I want to say: the one thing that delayed the IVF said because I was like 27, 28, and I had just getting trying to get my period back after ten years of not having it. And I said, am I here prematurely? Like, should I not be here? And she turned to me and she said, Chrissy, I wish my clients came when you did. She's like, prevention is better than a cure. A lot of my clients would come in when they're trying to have a kid and then they should have come two years prior because now they have two years of working on what the problem is. She's like, you're better off coming now before you, like, we weren't ready to have kids, but I wanted to make sure I could. But she's like, you're better off coming in now so then if there is an issue, we can work on it now, not when you're ready to have a kid, but then you've got to wait two more years because you've, you know, you've got to go through IVF or anything like that. So I feel like it's good to have like the plan, but also if you have issues or you have like endometriosis, PCOS, even if you're younger, go and get checked for everything. Get that test, see how many eggs you have. Like just see what's going on because prevention is better than a cure. And also, I mean, this is something that I've been thinking about lately because I'm turning 36 soon and I could not be more single. <laughs> looking into freezing my eggs yeah and that's another thing yeah, yeah because like, i don't i mean i'm very very happy with just me and my daughter but i don't know what the future holds for me and mm-hmm. maybe you know i might want to have another child but i really should look at freezing him now while i'm still younger than i would be in two years time and i have you know younger eggs that, that was another thing that's why i went i was like should i freeze them yeah like, i don't know like what's there you know like what's going on you know it's just it's a peace of mind to know to set yourself up because now especially with the prices of everything going up the average australian is getting pregnant later and later in life and as we know the older you get unfortunately the less eggs and the quality we don't know so it's better just to set yourself up if you want to start a family when you still can when you're younger yeah just don't like if it's something that you have always thought about or whatever just try not to put it off or at least start the process of looking at what you can do well that's why the lady said you know like say i went when i was 32 now and she's like oh no actually it might take two years for you to conceive i'll be 34 like you know what i mean so it's like the younger you are and you i want more than one yeah exactly so you think i do (laughs) just have one first and we'll talk no 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 (laughs) <laughs> I have a very good person for the partner. He's good with kids. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because I want, I want what we have for my child. Yeah, see, that's the thing with Luna. Like, I'm very happy just me and her. But, and look, she does have a half-sibling out there. Um, they were together until Luna was about two and a half or and so. I can't watch those videos. It makes me so sad. And it's very sad. Um, unfortunately, due to life they don't get to see each other anymore but i mean i just hope one day when they're older they will reconnect but what makes me sad is i'll never have the memories that we do growing up like yeah. all those years that we ignored each other in the hallways and 
And when you told me that my belly button would explode when I was 10 because I have an outie belly button. How funny is the story now? It's a really good story. (laughs) And we want that for Luna. Exactly. We do. Or I can just like, here's your cousins. Yeah. Once you start popping them out. Yeah. And I can just get that new baby smell. Because I will be like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) There's a child screaming in my bedroom. Look, it comes naturally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm now, I'm officially, as of yesterday, a soccer mom. Yes, queen. Yes, I am. I've said I wanted to be a soccer mom and a dance mom. And I am now a soccer and a dance mom. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for sharing your story and how you conceived a female. Yes. And if my story helps anyone conceive either a female or a male, I want to hear about it. Yes. In the comments. I want to know that I have helped people. Yes. I love that. All right. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and all places that you listen to watch podcasts, including Pinterest. <laughs> you can't. It's not listen Sorry. to watch podcasts. It's. And follow us on all socials, including Pinterest. Okay. <laughs>